Absolute Hi, faith. I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing: you don't listen. I know where you live. Oh, oh all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I, just, I just said that joke today. Is that right? I made the uh, I love high school girls to, while I was in the elementary school, which is probably wow poorly. Wow. Uh, but, one uh, of these I wasn't, days, I wasn't saying it to an, a, a child, you know. One of these days, our podcast will be admissible in court. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you know, hablo inglés. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens when we miss out on a week. See what happens. Harley gets a criminal record. <laughs> he's on Megan's Law. He's he's not allowed by any <laughs> any playgrounds now. Oh. See, this is why he needs the park. He needs to focus. We keep him in check. Quit driving around in a creepy van around schools. See what I mean? Hold still. Exactly. Hold still. Who needs drops? We got one man. <laughs> He's dropping them himself. That's it. Episode 326. Two weeks in the making. Two weeks. See? Who needs, who needs fucking drops? We got the drops, right? <laughs> we like Arby's. We got the meat. I don't know why that commercial always sticks. It's funny. It's like it's got this big heartbeat. Like, boom, boom, boom. Arby's. We have the meat. I guess you have to stand out somehow, but it's just, I don't know why. It just cracks me up. That's thats their slogan. That's their thing. You Bad advertising never ceases to amaze. <laughs> you guys don't have commercials, so you, you guys don't watch commercials. You guys don't watch the TV. Yeah, exactly. You know what's going on. Fellas, what is going on? Episode 326. I don't know where that is. I feel like it's been, like, too long since we seems, last. Yeah. It seems like, yeah. Who are you guys? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's a great that's a great uh, question there. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies here at the Bad Boys Podcast. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. <clears throat> and I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. That's right. What, fellas? Man, it's been way too long. Let's let's not be that be apart that long. All right. Well, I tell you what, Tony, you have never sounded better. It's true. What's going on over there? Yeah, my computer got a rest. I just uh, needed a break. Is that what it was? Because uh, you I, said you did absolutely nothing, right? I just, yeah, I just didn't touch it. That's funny. So the one guy that works from home is always on his computer needed a break. You yeah. know, it's like, dude, I can't. I don't, you know, I don't know what the processors and all that, all that computer jargon goes. But it was like, yo, I need a break. All right. Yeah. And, uh, well, we, we got, well, yeah, we got a break. So we got a lot of catching up to do. So yeah. we, we watched a bunch of stuff. Um, just go breeze right through real quick. We got some um, extras. We got a lot of extras. Yeah, we got some TV talk too, apparently, because my man, uh, Harley, he's, he's just about finished Silicon Valley, right? Yeah, I love that show. It's fucking hilarious. You're about to finish that up. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, you're watching that HBO show. I'm watching another HBO show called Vice Principles. Vice Principles, huh? Yeah, with Danny McBride and Walton Goggins. Oh. It's got uh, directed by Jody Hitt. If you guys ever watch Eastbound and Down with uh, Danny McBride. It. No, I've heard of it. Okay, it's that same, um, it's got that same feel, it's got the same comedy 
where Walt, uh, so you got Danny McBride and Walter Goggins, their vice principals. Bill Murray's the main principal, but he's he's on his way out because his wife's got cancer, so he can't work anymore. Bill he's about Murray's to bounce. In the show, interesting. But he's like in the first two episodes, not even oh, that long. Okay. <laughs> he's he's about to leave, so they want to they want to take the spot, right? So right from seeing the trailers, it looks like they're about they looks like they're going to battle each other out through the whole season. But comes here comes Mrs. Doctor Belinda Brown taking over uh, uh, as principal, and they're like pissed off, and they're like, "What the fuck?" So sworn enemies become friends. They're like, "We got to get that bitch out." And Walton Goggins, he kind of um, um, how would I say it? He kind of uh, floats in that fairy mode, if you know what I mean. Like he, he see, you think he's gay, but he's not. He's married, but he just dresses really nice, and the way he talks, and the way he walks, it's just really funny. And Walton Goggins is fucking hilarious, and Danny McBride is like. In his, in his in 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 top form, where he'll he'll just make you cringe one minute and then make you laugh the, the next. It, it, he he he's the master of it. Like him and Samuel Jackson just have the best way of cursing. If you've seen him in other movies, you see how he curses and how good he is at it. Mm-hmm. But in this, where he just like has to have the last word, and he's really like this weird obnoxious character. But yet they find a way to like humanize. It, it's it's the weirdest thing. Like I don't know how they pull it off with Damon Bright and he pulls it off perfectly. But the the show is fucking hilarious. I've been there's like there's seven episodes right now. I don't think the I don't think that was the last one, like the seventh one. But I breezed through them. Thirty minutes long. They're super fucking funny. Like he's trying to get with this one teacher, and uh, he he's kind of like the disciplinary where he's always yelling at these kids, and it's just it's a riot. It's on HBO. It's it's a riot. Like I said, vice principals. So I'm watching that. Um, and then Ballers, too. I'm still watching that with The Rock. It's kind of like Entourage with, uh, oh, Cat's just walking right in front of the laptop. Okay. Hopefully nothing fuck, got fuck jacked you, up. Cat. Cat's on the counter. Cholula's over here in the kitchen smelling, looking for some food. I'm in the fuck. I'm filming zoo down here, apparently. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, see, oh, the, bright, the brightness tab just, shit. yeah, the brightness tab just came up, yeah. Cholula's trying to, get, trying to get some chips. I don't know what's no. So what are you doing, guys? Get out of here! And then, um, so yeah, so this is HBO, so it's super raunchy, you know, cursing and, and and drug abuse, and it's just, it's just, it's it's hilarious. It's a riot. So like I said, if you watch these bounding down and you loved it, Vice Principles, it's it's right up there too, and it's it's fantastic. It's, it's I had I breeze right through them, um, and then like I said, Ballers too. It's like each, it's like Entourage with you know football, and The Rock's pretty good in it. Um, that's just for TV. Like I said, um, other than that, I'm watching kids' cartoons with the boys, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm watching Teen Titans Go a lot now. Yeah. Um, that's a are really you, funny cartoon. Are you watching the uh, the martial art frogs or whatever on Netflix? Martial art frogs. frogs. Yeah, oh, there's some weird... Teenage Ninja Frogs? It's, it's exactly what it's supposed to be, I swear. It's oh, got the... Like, immediately, it's got this chubby frog that likes to eat everything probably <laughs> a battle toads yeah like a battle toads ninja turtles mix it's it was weird yeah that's funny yeah no these cartoons are like crazy like they're super they're super crazy now like they have like um like like if you watch on cartoon network they got these random characters and and uh and then some are like more like for like preteens and stuff you know like i'm always here rick and morty is super funny um, so I started watching one episode and it's like, um, I don't know if you guys saw, but it's, uh, it was this, these alien heads came down and, and started, um, um, they wanted that, they wanted us humans to do something like, they just come down and say, show us what you got. <laughs> and then Rick show and Morty, Rick, 
Yeah, Rick and Morty were pretty much like um, Marty and and uh, and, uh, and and Marty and and the and Doc. They look, they they kind of look like it's almost based off off of them. And uh, they had this one where they had the song, and it was so fucking catchy. It's time to get swifty. It's time to get swifty in here. It's just, I got that damn song stuck in my head. So I wanted to play it for the boys, and then there's one part where <laughs> there's a lyric that comes on, and I was like, whoa, didn't expect that. <laughs> Have you guys heard that song? No. Oh, Tony, if you can play it. Dude, it's super short. Like, if you can I mean, find I it on I YouTube. I can't play it. Oh, you can't play it? Okay. It, Tony, just, just, Tony had to yeah. remind it. Yeah, look, motherfucker! I told you once before. <laughs> um, it's just funny. There's just the lyric where he's just like, "Take off your box, take a, let's say, take off your drawers and your underwear, and shit on the floor." And I was like, "What? This is on Cartoon Network? You can say what? shit?" Yeah, it threw me off. I was like, "Whoa, okay, yeah." It was, it, it was. I don't know, dude. It was funny as hell. <laughs> it just caught me off guard. <laughs> if I played it for my phone, could you hear it? Of course. Yeah. All right, let's Pull see. Right up to the mic. I only need one mic. Oh, you know, I might get an ad here. Hold on. So, yeah, so that's that's what I've been watching. What about you guys? Uh, Silicon Valley. Um, you know, we, we, we were watching, uh, we mentioned it. Um, uh, I was going to say Banditos, but that's not the what? word. What's that Netflix show? Uh, Pablo Escobar. Banditos. Uh, narcos. We said Banditos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, okay, alright, um. Yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta get swifty. You gotta get swifty in here. It's time to get swifty. Uh oh. You gotta get swifty. Oh yeah. <laughs> Take off your pants and your panties. Shit on the floor. Time to get swifty in here. Got a shit on the floor. I'm Mr. Bulldogs. I'm Mr. Bulldogs. Take a shit on the floor. Take off your panties and your pants. It's time to get swifty in here. New song, swifty. Double X. I'll tell you, it's... Like the aliens wanted us to do some kind of like talent show, so they're like, 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 draw me a beat, and this, this, this all that came on. <laughs> we're about to get shifted. We're, we're about to get shifted tonight. That's all I'm saying. Shit on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> did that catch you off guard? Like, yeah, it's a, it it's, weird. A, it's a cartoon, so you're watching that. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it just got yeah. off guard. <laughs> uh, so now the boys walking around, go, time to get shifty. <laughs> that's that's all I'll play. They're telling people to take their take off their panties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, fucking be little rock stars. Um, yeah, so that's that's swifty. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Now you know. That's it. And ha- knowing's half the battle. It's a battle. There you go. That's right. So yeah. So um. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't you cut you off, but that's all good. Me, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> let me just mention one thing. What um, so Jeff and uh, like I said. Jeff and I did. We didn't have a um, movie home movie movie Monday nights for like two weeks because oh. the one Monday we went and saw um, one concert. And Tony and I went to. Uh, I don't know if we talked about that in the last podcast or not. If we're a couple of weeks behind, but so we finally got to go to movies last night and saw some since we both wanted to check out Don't Breathe, the new movie about Fetty Alvarez, the guy that did the, the Evil Dead remake. 
You guys saw the trailer for it, or you guys know the premise of that? Yeah. Uh-uh. No? Oh, okay, where well, it's like um, these three kids in Detroit. Um, one kid, the, the kid from Goosebumps, his dad works for security, um, like home security, so he can get all these codes and stuff for homes, and the two other guys, the, the guy and the girl, they break, they usually, they pretty much, you know, they break into homes and, 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 and steal, and steal shit. So they want to, they want a better life, they want to get out of Detroit, and, um, so they just, they break into houses. And one of them is, um, uh, Stephen Lang's, uh, house, he's a old veteran, that's, that's blind, and, uh, it's, this is doesn't spoil the movie, but he he got some money from a settlement from because um, his daughter got killed in an accident, so he got all his money. So they found out about it. Now they're gonna break in his house. I'm like, dude, it's perfect. He's fucking blind. It will do it. Um, but they 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 broke into the wrong motherfucking house because like this he, he don't fucking play around. <laughs> so as soon as they get in his house, they he turns the light off. Now he's like, you see what I see now, and it's like a game of cat and mouse, and it's fucking intense because like. You know, he can't see, but his senses are like you know, almost kind of like superhero, like you know, kind of like a like a daredevil. Like, oh, I can't, I can't hear, but I can, or I can't see, but I can hear. You know, ten times better. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, so he starts fucking with him. You know, he's like, oh, okay, you know, you want to fuck with me? I'll fuck with you back. And uh, it gets intense. Oh my God, the credits, it just says the blind man. That's it. That's all. It doesn't have a name. It's just yeah. the blind man. It's the blind Perfect. man. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> He's got this creepy ass voice, and dude. Okay, so for having like the, like the set just being like the house, you know, it's an it's an it's incredible. Like like how to keep us entertained and and uh, and uh, uh, to come up with new and inventive ways of like um, trying to like uh, not only jump scares but just to keep you on the edge of your seat because like the whole time like I was tense like I remember when we got out Jeff was like clenched his both arms were against his chest He's like dude I was like this the whole time I finally was able to like release like no pun intended but like finally able to breathe because it is I mean think about like where um, they're walking and then the and, the, and then the Stephen Lang's character just walks by you and they're like oh shit and they stop you know you're like fuck and he walks right by him but then he's like and he senses it, and you're just like, oh, fuck. And everyone in the theater is trying to be quiet because they don't want to, like, kind of make noise. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know yeah, that sounds awesome. Like, it's supposed, it's not, it, it seems like a movie that's supposed to keep you on the edge of your seat. I mean, it, it, oh, it, yeah. It, it, and it totally is, and it completely works. And, uh, fuck, man. And then it gets, it gets into some hardcore shit. Like, if you saw, if you guys saw Evil Dead, um, and you, you know, Jesus you know how hardcore you can get into. Yeah. I've seen it twice now. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, obviously we'll get to it in the podcast, but I don't think I've ever seen a more graphic movie before. Yeah, I was thinking that for watching it again, too. I was like, God damn, I forgot how hardcore this one is. Yeah. This one, not so much, you know, but... Oh, it kind of a little toned down kind of thing? Well, it's not. I mean, it's not like Evil Dead, where it's just like fucking raining blood. Spoiler alert. Yeah, you know? <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's intense, like I said, man. There's just... Uh, like I said, it's just you got this cool setup, you know, where it's like you know, basic little cool little premise, and then how do you make it work inside this house? And in the very beginning, he does this one continuous shot, kind of showing you like parts of the house and certain items in the house. And they all kind of um, they all come back and play somehow in the movie, which was kind of neat. Where like you just you just kind of like follow the camera here, goes up, comes down, shows you a part of the house, show you this random tool, comes over here. It's really cool. It's really neat. And the main chick from Evil Dead, um, she's she's the main girl in this one too. So I like when directors work with the same actors. You know, um, we got Cujo. Oh, speaking of Cujo, there's a fucking Cujo in the movie. This big ass Rottweiler. 
holy shit, I've never seen Jeff jump so high in his fucking seat <laughs> at this one jump scare, man. They're talking, the fucking Cujo just runs up to the window, and then the car starts barking. Holy fuck. It wasn't just him, too. There was a girl in front of us that jumped pretty loud, and I just looked over at him, and he's like, fucking dog. <laughs> he's all holding it's his chest. It was loud, though. It, I mean, it came out of nowhere. Um, so it's like the year of fucking crazy dogs, a green room, and now this. It's like, Jesus mm. Christ, be nice to your dogs, man. That's all I'm saying. Um so don't breathe. Like it's 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 pretty damn close to getting a, a Slater for me, just because it's that fucking good. Um, but I want to watch it again. For now, I'm gonna give it a high buy for a dollar. I'd buy oh. that for a dollar. No, I was, yeah, I was say, waiting for that. Sorry, I, forgot. Right, I, said that. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. No, like I said, I want to give too. I don't want to say too much, just because I feel like you guys should just watch it and experience it. Um, but the because like I said, the premise is so basic. It's like that's it. But what what goes in? And hey, what the 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 movie makes Laney want to watch it. Hey, I'm you know, dude, she, you you, you should definitely take her because you know what's cool? It's number one in the box office again for the second week, which I think word of mouth is helping it, and it only had a forty percent drop off, which is incredible. Wow! For especially for this year because you know we've been seeing movies dropping sixty, sixty-five, seventy, so it only get a forty percent drop off. So that means people are talking about it and having other people go see it. Um, which I think is fantastic. So, um, horror and cinema, yay, it's doing good. So I'm, I'm so pumped for that. So that's awesome. Cool. Um, so yeah, so that's what I saw. What you guys see? Tony? Um, alright, so I'm just gonna barrel through these. Sure. Uh, I, I rewatched Chappie, um, fucking Slater. Right. Love that you movie. That last week. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's an awesome movie. Um, and uh, then I rewatched Moulin Rouge. Um, I started oh, realizing that, shit. that it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> um, like uh, it, it's pretty it's kind of have some retarded scenes that I didn't I just never noticed before. But like the ending, I still cried like a little bitch. It's like I think because I watched it when I was in high school and it was one of the first scenes that uh like really sad scenes that just got me as like fuck so it's still a slater for me um then i watched kung fu panda 3 um it's it's uh, you know it's an animated movie so you got to get in the right mindset it's pretty silly um but it, it was still fun um i'd give it a dollar and then angry birds um was was hilarious it was it was a lot of fun really yes i was (laughs) i was i enjoyed angry birds a lot um a lot, a lot of tongue-in-cheek humor with the pigs and and the eggs and and whatnot, and um, it, it the the premise of it because have either of you guys seen it? No. no. Okay, but have you played the game? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so they tried to make you know, obviously. Tr- how do you make a plot line out of this game? And so in this world, the birds don't fly. That's just a fact. Birds cannot fly. <laughs> you just get shot out of fucking. Uh, yeah, well they 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 live on an island that and they can't leave the island because they, they can't fly. But they have this one one bird that happened to a, you know, that happens to be able to fly. It's the bald eagle, right? And if you <laughs> play the game, you know like the bald eagle is like the super special that you have to pay money for, you know, and, and shit like that. Oh. And you start recognizing like the different birds that are in the game. 
and like they're they're in the movie and they have like the the the, the angry bird obviously the main character and mm-hmm. then there's the little blue ones that scatter the, there's the big monster yeah, yeah. one there's the bomb that has a fuse there's yeah. the one that shits eggs it's like the, the the boomerang guy like they're in the movie and it's pretty fun um but the premise i think they did a good job with it where um Speaking it's of like, Danny McBride, he does the voice of one of the characters. Oh, nice. Ah, uh, okay, cool, cool. Um, the uh, no, the premise. I thought they, that I, it worked for me. Um, where like the game, you're you're just these birds, and there's these pigs, and you're just like trying to destroy them all, right? And you're you're slingshotting yourself all over the place, and they managed to work it into the movie pretty well. The pigs end up from like another island and they come to the bird island to visit you know to, they're like hey you know we, we you know we thought we'd come over and check you guys out blah 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 and uh and you know our main character is the only one who's like kind of suspicious of them and the rest of the birds are idiots and they're like naive and thinking these b- pigs are all friendly um because because you know they're pigs you're like oh you know they're bad but right something's going on and i thought they did a good job it, it was it was entertaining i i, I give it a dollar because i definitely had fun with it uh, if you never played the game, would you still find that? Uh, you still like it? I think so. I think it, I think it'll work okay. for you. Um, I mean, it helps. It's one of those that it helps a lot if you play the game mm-hmm. um, to get all the the little fun uh, like Easter eggs, little um, references. Yeah, little references. Um, but I think it still works even even without it because it's I mean it's an animated movie, so you know it's going to be silly. You know, it's it's not. So you, you're if you're in that mindset like a kung fu panda, you know you're you're going to be in that mindset. You're going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So. Right on, cool. So those are my four. There you go, Harley. Yeah, no, I, I know that kids um, would watch it, and I'm always looking for sort of movies to watch as a family, family. yeah, you know, kind of thing. So what you think? Uh, what you think of Jungle Book, Harley? Well, yeah, I did see Jungle Book, and, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you saw it, right? Yeah, it's like the kid for his birthday, remember? Yeah, like... That whole like, story with the kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. And, uh, yeah, absolutely, it's good, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, um... It kind of... It hits all the main beats of the original. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right, you know, I got you, some, got, you're a big fan of the cartoon. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the cartoon, and, and mostly because of when it came out, and I want to say it was in, like, the 60s, like maybe early 60s I should pull it up right now um the whole um 1967 um the uh the whole theme with especially specifically King Louis and this one really addresses it too it's sort of like the central plot line is the fire and and in 1967 Disney released a cartoon that basically promoted evolution <laughs> I mean by sort of the main one of the main characters is telling a kid I want to be like you and he's an orangutan so he's relatively speaking he's the closest animal next to a human he's yeah. a great animal. he's telling the kid I want to be like you I want to walk I want to be walk. like Mike I want yeah I want bang uh, <laughs> I want teach me how to you know, control fire basically, which is fascinating. I mean, for me at least. And 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 they carried that over in this one. They didn't they didn't like pander to religious people or some shit like that. Like I really and I think probably it's because Disney did it. You know, it's not like you know Fox did it or or somebody else remade it or something like that. It's like Disney 
remaking the original and and the obviously we you've talked about it and, and anybody that you know is curious you know listen to your review because I don't want to go too off um, um, or too repetitive but you know the it it, it in in a lot of ways it's almost like a cartoon because it's all animated I mean ninety percent of what you see is animated except for the boy. But, and you notice it immediately. I mean, as you're, and I, you know, luckily it's, you know, it's out on Blu-ray and, and so you're, but as soon as you watch it, you're like, oh yeah, you can see it's all, you know, blue screen or green screen or whatever the fuck. And, but within a few minutes, within 15 minutes, your brain just sort of, adjust not adjust that's not the right word but you just sort of put it aside and you just sort of start to enjoy the story for what it is the movie for what it is and just like you would watch a regular animated film you enjoy the detail in the work you know the detail in the voice acting and just like every disney movie whether it's pixar whether it's just regular you know regular animation or the detail, the devil is in the detail. So, the voice acting spot on. Like all the voice acting is great. Ben Ben Kingsley is is Bagheera, awesome. Obviously, once we get introduced to Bill Murray, Blue is. I mean, it just hits all the the all those soft spots in our hearts from the original. And I think the standout, um, the standout that really carries the film Idris Elba being Shere Khan Mm -hmm. and he takes us back to the classic villain just that sort of you know almost that you you could say Disney villain and Idris Elba just knocks out of the park it just works because the tiger is so much bigger than the wolves right yeah he's got like a scar to face and he he's just so and he's, he's and more he, menacing the back so story with the eye and how mm-hmm. his eyes so when he's talking he's like he doesn't ever actually ever say it but he's like I'm the motherfucking king of the jungle like I want the rated R version of the jungle book where <laughs> Idris Elba's like I will cut your motherfucking throat keep talking shit I got six foot fucking claws well, then I would have Samuel Jackson play him. Exactly, playing the voice. Can you imagine that? Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> I got six foot blood. I'm I mean, tired of these motherfucking wolves on my motherfucking plantation. <laughs> it would be perfect. And Bill Murray, yeah, absolutely. Oh. So, you know, it's... It, I want to see that movie now. It's it's it it's the strength of Disney, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I had problems with... Oh, Chris you. had problems, because she watched it. And the suspense of it she couldn't program through it. She tried to start programming, but the suspense of it, she she immediately found herself watching it. But she has some education background on great apes and sort of a lot of these animals. And so she's like, wait a second, where does this movie take place? And I'm like, it's called Disney, motherfucker. It's fiction. Because she's like (laughs) looking at the animals and seeing like the movie is theoretically taking place in India. Oh right, like, and she's like, "Well, those are those are these kind of monkeys. Those are New World monkeys, and they wouldn't be on that continent. They're only in South America." And I'm like, "The <laughs> fuck? It's just a Disney movie, right?" She's like, "Well, there's no bears where there's tigers. 
and oh, there's boy. no orangutans where there's Bengal tigers. There's also no like, humans where all of those things oh, are. Shit. <laughs> and I was like, and there's no fucking, you know, giant snakes that talk. But she has no problem with the animals talking. <laughs> oh shit! I kept bringing that. Like, so she has a problem with the gorillas and the and animals talk, all living together, but, but uh, they her can talk. Issue, her issue surrounded with the geographics of where the animals live. O M G. My issue was the gigantic size of the animals. They were like. You know, like it, Mowgli is a like a you know like a ten year old boy, and Blue Bear is there's there's not a grizzly bear on the planet that's as big as Blue, and and the if big I could, if I could just phrase somebody, it's Disney motherfucker. No shit. <laughs> With that said, when we're introduced to King Louie and Christopher Walken, you there's not a person on the planet that you could have hired for a better voice. For King Louis, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He is King Kong. Yep. And it bumps me. It just uh, bothers me. In the anime, in the original, the sixty-seven, he's he's like a regular orangutan. He doesn't. He's not this gigantic. And I guess the idea was in this they wanted to introduce some action. You know, the sixty-seven version doesn't have a lot of action. It's 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 not an action. But nowadays, with the YouTube generation kids, it's like we got to have fire and brimstone and shit like that. So um, the snake is like the largest snake ever imagined, and the orangutan is fucking King Kong, and you know. Um, so that Sounds was awesome. Yeah, well, but for me, it kind of removed me from from some of it. So that was my only my because he wasn't point. dancing. Is that what it was? You didn't see the. That King was my dance? only gripe with the movie was literally the physical size of the characters. Other than that, it's a lot of fun. The kids enjoyed the shit out of it, uh, you know. And the, and it's hard for them to walk to sit through the original because of it's an original kind of. It's it's that you know six. Just like it's hard for them to watch to sit down and watch. Um, Robin Hood, which is another one of my favorite sort of anim- early animated Disney movies. And, you know, those early movies are hard to watch, relatively speaking. Um, they did a good job with this on pacing. Uh, obviously, we talked about the animation. The movement of the animals, it's its so good. The detail in the hair, um, fire, water. You know, sort of all those all those things that were so difficult just a few years ago to really sort of get um, believable, so to speak. They just na- knocked it out of the park in this one. So yeah, it's a it's a high buy that for a dollar. Anybody with kids, anybody that sort of like fancies just a good fun anime. You know, I don't I I, I hate saying animation. Um, geographically incorrect. Yeah, geographically is all incorrect. Mm. Uh, size, all that shit, totally, totally done. Uh, the, spoiler alert: the jungle catches on fire like right after a heavy rain. That's not gonna fucking happen. Oh. You know, you're not gonna have a fucking forest fire uh, right okay. after, right oh. after uh, you know monsoon rain. But. Um, um, uh, you know, I applaud them. The voice acting spot on. You know, and and they hired John Favreau, which 
you know, I hadn't even mentioned, I know you mentioned before, and, and I think, um, we sort of, he lost favor because of the Iron Man movies, or obviously not the first one. But then he kind of gained some favor again with Chef, which was another fun movie. And so I think when he does these movies that are just sort of fun. The fuck? Um, yeah, you like that? <laughs> Click. Um, he knocked it out of the park. So I applaud Disney for hiring him to direct it. He hadn't really directed an animated film before, if I'm correct. I could be wrong, but you know me. And um, he did Zathura. Oh, that's right. A long fucking time ago. So he did that Cowboys and Aliens shit, and that was basically a cartoon because it was so fucking bad. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all right. But uh, anyways, yeah. High buy that for a dollar. Had a lot of fun with it, and uh, pleasant. I was. I. I don't want to say pleasantly surprised, but I was pleased. So yeah, yeah. right on. And you saw right. something else. You said. I did. What else the fuck did I say? Nice uh, guys. Well, and Fonzo, you said you revisited Nice Guys, right? I did. That's right. Let I, me, mean, I don't me, think I talked about it last week. No, you didn't. We didn't get a chance. Yeah. And you had seen it originally and liked it a lot. I saw it in the theater, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What is some cracking? What do you got going on over there? I got some Sailor Jerry's. Um, there you go. Sorry, I didn't mean to distract us from the podcast. Um, what uh? What did you what What was your take watching it again? Upon my uh, revisit, I was like, I was convinced. I'm like, yeah, this is a fucking Slater. I had so much fun watching it again, and I uh, remember why I liked it so much the first time. Right on. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I like. I need to go back and listen to your review because it's the same thing with Jungle Book. I feel like I'm probably going to repeat a lot of the same stuff. So, yeah. um. The, the, I don't know if it was just sort of charisma between Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling or if it was directing or acting. Um, it's a script, man. Shane Black just knows how to do like, well, but the, like the, the script is, I mean, it's like what, what we were just talking about. Angry Birds. I mean, it's, I mean, a mismatched pair of private eyes investigate the apparent suicide of a porn star in the 1970s in Los Angeles. I mean the the script the 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 sort of general uh is is not crazy heavy it's it's sort of you feel you know invested in these characters and Ryan Gosling is this total fuck up and Russell Crowe is is sort of your you know professional and it's the unlikely buddy cop so to speak film and they knocked it out of the park in that regards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it and I that's the strength. Hey, of why movie. does it always sound like he's gonna say it, but and but, right? Oh yeah, he's filled like, with it. He's filled well, with yeah, buts. because yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, buts. I try to be critical. This isn't the. Uh, but you don't have a tone where like you like it. You have this <laughs> mon- monotone where you're just like talking about it, and this is what I hate it. It's not geographically correct, or the animation was this. It's like Jesus Christ, where the fuck are you? Did you like it? Did you love it? Show some goddamn emotion. 
I'm Where do you come at it? Do you like it or not? I did. I did absolutely. I fucking say it. you liked it. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, fuck yeah. I liked Ain't it. Off this fucking mystery shit over here. Fucking. <laughs> with this lucid fucking it. review over here. Next movie. Next movie. Finally. God, how hard That's was that? What? If you don't Jeez. want me to actually talk about the movie, then I'll say it. You're going to fucking put us to sleep when you're fucking oh. mystery over here. It's just like, what are you, where are you going with this? Ah, damn. Written, written and directed by Shane Black, The Nice Guys, 2016. Solid by that. Yes, off. there you go. MCP, check it out. It's awesome. Okay. Don't li- yeah, don't listen to what Harley says. It's fucking great. <laughs> when you watch it, then we, well, maybe let Harley talk some more. But for right now, good grief. <laughs> there was uh, there's one scene at the end, and I know I know you know what I'll talk about. In I literally think I I think I rewound it and wa- listened to it three or four times. Is that right? Kim Basinger, who's essentially a, a a cameo in the movie, I think she's literally in the movie twice, two scenes, and she says, uh, "Detroit killed him," and he's like, uh, <laughs> Ryan Gosling's like, uh, "Yeah, I think I read about that. Uh, the whole city got together, made a vote, and uh, huge turnout." <laughs> like, <laughs> I I laughed so fucking hard, Chris. <laughs> We were, we were rolling on the floor. I just thought, God damn, his delivery and the actual joke and how serious the... You know, that's the thing about the movie, the strength is... There's a lot of them like that. There's sprinkled like that all over the place. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. That one in particular just yeah. just did me in. I just I had fancy, to go huh? back and listen to it over and over again because it was so funny. He's like, yeah, the whole city got together and made a vote. Yeah, yeah, big turnout. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, hey, which one of you cocksuckers want to make 20 bucks? Guy raises his hand like, all right, you, let's go, you know? Hey, I thought you were dead. <laughs> mm. You know? It's just, oh, it's fucking, oh, it's so good. MCB, yeah, there's a lot of... Watch I as soon as see, you can. I could see how watching the movie again, it doesn't get old. It's not like a lot of movies these days, they're fun to watch. Um, it's like if you look, if you look like the, the weapon setups. series, you know, yeah. But this one, I feel like, do, does have that replayability. And the little girl's so good, too. His daughter? She is. She's talented. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. She's the best, yeah. She knows her dad's a fuck up, but she still helps him, you know? Like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah that fucking bathroom scene where he's got the gun and Rose Girl's trying to talk to him. <laughs> I can't keep the door open. You little slapstick comedy like that. It fucking now, works, man. I, it, was, it took me a good 20 minutes to accept Ryan Gosling as the the fuck up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he always plays Rico Suave, Mister, you know the, the character in Drive, you know, like excuse me, Mister GQ and Crazy Stupid Love. I mean, he's he's always he always plays sort of the straight guy, mm-hmm. and in this movie, he plays the alcoholic who can't fucking keep his pants around his waist and. It takes me a good twenty minutes to adjust to that, <laughs> and then once it once it sinks in, I go, "God damn, he's got some talent!" Like he is just downright knocking this. <laughs> Let's well, see when the car. He's like, "Hey, go ahead, let, let go of the wheel." Cars drive themselves. Oh yeah, what, what are you talking about? It's like, okay, cars do that now. They just drive themselves. Go ahead, yeah. let go of the wheel. See, they they, they all do that. <laughs> It's just so funny. Just, I was thinking about that. Oh, little shit like that, you know? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, the strength of the film is those two actors 
mm-hmm. and they work together. And it, you know, it's sort of that unlikely buddy cop duo yeah. kind of thing. And Shane Black got to nail for He's got it's a, a cliche, but this one does it very well. So yeah, it's certainly worth a dollar, obviously. Oh, cool. Right on, right on. I have on my list Central Intelligence. Did one of you talk about that already? I watched uh, that first half one month, and then I finished it fucking six weeks later. <laughs> All right. Did you watch it, Tony Fonzo? I watched like the first 30, 40 minutes. I never finished it. I, I don't blame you. Like, <laughs> it. it's really hard to... to now, see, this is supposed to be a buddy comedy. It is. Like, and it doesn't work. It doesn't because we're so used to The Rock, and and we shouldn't call him The Rock anymore. We're so used to The Rock, because I'm going to call him Rock. His mama called him The Rock. (laughs) His mama named him The Rock. I'm going to call him Rock. Mm -hmm. Um, We're so used to him being literally The Rock in every goddamn movie he's in. When he plays this weird character in this movie... You're like, either his acting is really shitty or his character is fucking bizarre. And after an hour and 20 minutes, so there's only about 10 minutes left of the movie, you realize it's not his acting, it's just his character. His character is so weirdly written. Well, it's funny because Kevin Hart's playing the straight man. Well, yeah. And, and he's playing yeah. the bumbling, like, but he you know, also socially plays, awkward. Yeah. I mean, this a... movie was written... They, you know, Hollywood was like, "All right, let's. It's it's been six months. Let's shit on another Kevin Hart movie. Who who can we, you know, pair him with this time?" And somebody said, "Well, I got twenty million dollars. Let's see if The Rock will make a movie with Kevin Hart." And The Rock had two weeks in between fucking Fast and Furious movies to shoot, yeah. and so he shit this one out because he's in a movie every three weeks, mm-hmm. and it shows. You know, I mean, the movie is. It's not good. Does it have some laughs? Sure. Does it, you know, is is Kevin Hart a talented actor slash comedian? Sure. Is The Rock fucking 6'5", you know, 265 pounds of, you know, 100% beef? Absolutely. Is <laughs> Kevin Hart 5'1"? Absolutely. You know what I mean? So you, And, you know, they pump that up in the movie. They show the height difference. They show the sort of physical... But it, you, you get you get over it. I had the role reversal where Kevin Hart was popular in high school, and now he's just like a boring doing yeah, sizes. Yeah, yeah. And the Rock's character was a chubby kid that got made fun of at school, and now he's super ripped, and he, you know he's like a, a yeah, badass. Yeah, and uh, like he he supposedly works for the CIA, but then and but we're not sure he might be the bad guy, and and but his performance is so. It just it just got on my nerve. I don't think exactly. I just found it funny. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like I'm. Wait, I kept telling Chris like in the first thirty minutes of the movie, I was like, either The Rock is gonna break character right now and like all of a sudden be the badass, or his acting sucks. And and I think as the movie's done, it just ends up being poorly acted or poorly directed because he plays this really shy character who's covered in tattoos and is is the fucking rock like 
he is in Fast and Furious, but he talks all shy and he talks all meek and he's like, <laughs> yeah, buddy, we're going to give you the fist pump and awesome. It's like, you're going to be my bro for life. And it's like I'm socially awkward. I don't know. What yeah, to do. exactly. Oh, and I'm like, like that. <laughs> that's not the way the real world works. And so, and, and it never like really, it, huh? it never gets better. So it's like, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm not even like a Kevin Hart hater. And I'm certainly not a, you know, the rock hater. Yeah. Uh, I guess you look. You were looking for laughs, looking for some action, and you and know, it has. And well, the action it has that, but it's just right. But it's just the, the there's there's been other movies that do it better. You know, like you yeah, came up Jackie Chan with somebody else like Chris Tucker, and that shit worked. You know what I mean? If you're like, if you're like some 43 year old housewife that you know rubs one out to the rock every night, whoa, hey now. and laugh at all the fucking fart, fart yep. movies. Certainly put it in your in your. That's you know, exactly what it says what? on the DVD. That's exactly what it says on the DVD cover, right there. That's exactly what it says on the DVD cover. It's, it's worth a dollar for you people, but anybody with two brain cells rubbed together, it, it's a waste of time, unfortunately. <laughs> Which is really weird because, like, critically and financially, it did really well. Like, critically, it's got six point five on IMDb. I think and a lot of people like to beat off the rock. Then I guess so. What do we know? Oh, For my yeah. money, I had to watch the nice guys. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, way. I mean, ironically, that done better. Ironically, there are some interesting parallels to the movies instead of the kind of buddy cop movies. But yeah, one, it's 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 a different. Yeah, it's A team and B team kind of thing, which really is sad because The Rock I, is a talented guy, and obviously he's making the money. Um. But his track record kind of sucks, you know, if you actually look at his IMDb. So, um, but anyways, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, it's a waste of time. And, like, for you, I, like, I couldn't even tell you to finish it. Like, like I said, I, I, we literally watched, like, the first hour, and we're kind of, like, falling asleep, and I'm, like, and then for, like, two or three weeks, every night we go to bed, and, and I would say, you want to finish that movie, that Central? She's like, no, no, no. Let's let's watch something else. So it was like, finally one night we didn't have anything to watch. And That's she was a big like, endorsement right there. Yeah, exactly. How terrible is that? So, um, yeah, it's a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. Exactly. So what do we? What? Who? Who chose the homework in the extra credit? Harley, Tony, what's going on? Where are we at? Let's see. Looks like get closer to the mic. Sorry, Harley chose the homework, and Fonzo, you chose the extra credit. Okay, mm. mm-hmm. that's right. Now you see me too, Harley. I did. I picked. Now you see me too. I kind of ran out of um, something to pick for. Like I couldn't, mm-hmm. uh, and so this was brand new. And I was like, yeah, might as well check it out. I I remember seeing the first one and. While I couldn't remember a goddamn thing from it, um, you know, and as I watched this, like, some things came back to me, but I still couldn't remember a goddamn thing. Um, and I swear to God, I was sober when I saw the original, or the first one. This is kind of trying to, like, tap into the Ocean's Eleven. It's a heist film. You know, the ensemble cast... You know, it's it's a dra- you know drama, but it's got the comedy, comedic elements, and 
you sort of have all these characters and and you know a lot of fast editing and fancy camera work and the kind of stuff that your average moviegoer goes to the theater and they walk away and they go yeah that was awesome that was fun that was cool and then you know your average 16 year old goes when are they going to make the third one because you know um but unfortunately they just become really kind of forgetful like like i kind of already forgot a lot about the movie and there wasn't anything about it that i didn't like you know like the performances i mean like i said the ensemble cast you know ruffalo and eisenberg and harrison and radcliffe fucking harry potter shows up out of nowhere um I enjoy that. I enjoy that that you know, getting the band back together so to speak. Um it's but you know, boy just, Mark Ruffalo. I know, I know. I know I used to have a man crush on the guy. Um it ends up becoming a little fast. The movie's a little too ironically, it's fucking 2 hours and 10 minutes long and it feels like it just kind of goes by and you're just kind of like, yeah, all right. All right, like, hold that thought real yeah. quick. Let's let's uh, let's yeah, speak. No, I agree yeah, because yeah. like modern movies are all about spectacle, and it's just going from one spectacle to the next to the next. Yeah. Each scene is just a let's put some cool shit on the screen, and then okay, let's move to the next one. And there's very little character development, um, which is what's engaging and makes you remember the film. That's yeah. why this is forgetful because characters are just they introduce some new characters, and there's a, a little bit of plot. Uh, and it's all about cool shit, cool tricks, cool heists, you know, flick, flicking the card and, you know, doing, tricking the people and levitating water and shit. You know, it's like, it, it's cool stuff. It's all really cool stuff, but it's, that's it. You're going from one scene of cool stuff to the next one to the next one. And it's just as forgetful as going through a YouTube playlist, you know, and, and just going from five minute scene to five minute scene. So yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it is very forgetful. Sure, it's an enjoyable, um, time only because it is a spectacle and it's kind of cool to see those kind of things um, but yeah no, I, I wouldn't watch it again yeah, well that's the thing, the thing. I, really, I really like the first one right and then the second one you introduced Lizzie Kaplan's character in which I really I love Lizzie Kaplan I think she's fantastic I think she's great yeah she was fun I think she was, yeah she was fun in it um, but it was just too long and like it just seemed like like too over convoluted like it just you know what I mean like there was just too much going on like it needed to be a lot of like fat trimmed off of it it's just like let's just tone it down there's just too much going on right now like why are we in another country why are we this let's keep it back to like the base of what we liked about the first one so much you know it's just like like you said there was just they're trying too much stuff and like I like the characters already so I wanted to see more of them or see, you know what I mean but um um, you know, they had a kind of cool little slicer with Mark uh, Ruffalo's character and everything, but it just seemed like it just there was just too much going on for some reason. I don't know, like I, like it wasn't like hard to focus, but it was just like I just wanted a simple little story, you know, more cool magic tricks, and it seemed like it just there's only like one big one towards the end or something. You know what I mean? It was like the whole like card scene with where they're in that like uh, trying to get that chip or whatever, which was fun. But I, I want to see more of that. You know what I mean? More of the well, ironically, we watched that, and Chris was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" <laughs> and I'm like, because she missed how the chip is like a card, and uh-huh. they're just throwing the card around, and it's, <laughs> it's like it's like four and a half minutes of sleight of hand card tricks. Yeah, and and I'm like, well, 
they they stole the card, and so now they gotta go back to the electric the, the metal detector, and so they're like, and she's like, so they're like throwing it across the room because, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I can't explain it. Like <laughs> it's literally just a sh- scene to show off, like Tony said, the spectacle, mm-hmm. and it's fun. Like you're watching it, and you're like, oh, that's cool. But then you realize it's just a bunch of fucking Tonys sitting on a computer programming, <laughs> you know, sort of doing animated animation of a fucking business card flying through the air. And all of a sudden I go, yeah, this is stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like you, Fonzo, said, I liked um, the addition of Lizzie Kaplan. Like, she she talks fast. I mean, you know, and, and she's smart and she's pretty and... And, you know, obviously she's a talented, uh, you know, magician. But it doesn't, it doesn't bring enough new to the table to, like, warrant a sequel, so to speak. Well, the first one made a lot of money, so. Yeah, well, and, and so, yeah, I get why they made a sequel. And I get why, you know, all these people came back. Because they all got huge fucking paychecks. And, you know, critically, the first one probably did okay. You know, we don't see a lot of fucking magician movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and as an ode, like, ironically, the whole thing about, you know, magicianry okay. is sort of sleight of hand. It's sort of like the idea is, you know, while people are focused on what's, what you put in their face, what's off to the side in the peripheral vision, they don't notice. And that is, that's where the you know the trick is and that's kind of like what this movie's all about is is look at this the the fancy cinematography and the quick editing and the this and the that and then you won't notice that there's no characters (laughs) there's no real story (laughs) like nothing at nothing makes sense nothing adds up like where the fuck did they get the plane from? Where the fuck did they get the walls? Like, I hate these heist films when they don't explain. Oh where no, they, they explain the just resources. The, no, the the eye helped them. Oh yeah, that was I it. That was the explanation the for it all. And I'm like, okay, fine, the eye helped them, but then they they don't give you anything. Like it's just yeah. that the eye. That's it. They just wrote it off as like, oh yeah, they got a benefactor, and they they. It re- I mean. They didn't show us at the oh, end who the fucking I was. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. if they would have at least done that, I I, I would have left the movie feeling <laughs> like it, good. You know. It, it, yeah. I'm reading right know. now that uh, the only reason Lizzie Kaplan replaced Isla Fisher was because she was pregnant. But Fisher is set to return for the third installment. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Jesus so Christ. how do you explain that? You say, oh yeah, we just yeah. See, it's so weird. Yeah, I was really her. I was wearing a mask. Sort of well, and interesting. Let's pull up. Let's pull up box office mojo. Um, now you see me made 117 million dollars domestically on a 75 million dollar budget, and that explains why they made a sequel. You know, I mean, worldwide it made 351 million dollars on a 75 million dollar budget. So when the sequel comes out, actually, they have yet to say what the budget was. Domestically, it only made $65 million. So you know domestically it didn't make its money back. So we might get lucky and not have to see a third one. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, 
So, and then, uh, I feel like I should always Rotten Tomatoes. What are Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, yeah, 6.6 6 on IMDb. Yeah, which isn't bad, although yeah. the, the, the first one is better. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, sorry. Um, like I said, I, I enjoyed the first one. I feel like, you know, it's, uh, it was entertaining. It was fun. Um, this one just, um, it just didn't, didn't work for me. I don't know. It is diminishing returns. The The first one had 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. The second one, 34%. So, and there is a third one in the works. It'll come out next year. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, I, you know, as I'm it. watching I mean, I, I it, like, yeah. the spectacle, I'm like, yeah, this is worth a buck. But mm-hmm. I... I can't because well, it's the characters that we're familiar with, and you, you know, you, you're, you're well, in the right for that. Like, like everybody is talented. Like and then Woody Harrelson's twin brother's aesthetic thing. It's like what the Alice, fuck? it's just fucking weird, right? And- yeah, <laughs> like a bad soap opera or some shit with this evil nah, twin or whatever. It's just, it's just like, like all right, like I can't. I just convinced myself that's a waste of time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, ironically, I hate to give anything with Lizzie a waste of time. Unfortunately, it all works down to yeah, a waste. Of time. She showed her boobies in May, but unfortunately, yeah. Fonzo, you're so bad. You're like, if she showed her titties, I'd give it a dollar. But now it's a waste of time. How was that not worth a dollar? Come on. <laughs> she show her titties and something. Yeah, True Blood. Oh, I didn't see it. Maybe you should. Maybe I just look at my wife's titties. Oh, well, there you go. And I'm sure they're bigger. But they're not on the screen. Well, I can fucking film them and put them on screen. Well, then no, I'll give, I'll throw give dollars her at them. Exactly. What's that, Fonza? We'll, tell you. We'll, throw, we'll, we'll give you a dollar. <laughs> yeah, I'll give, my, I'll give my wife's titties a dollar. I'll give them two dollars. There you go. <laughs> Although, spoiler alert, one oh. is slightly bigger than the other. What the hell? That's usually the case. That sounds like a a, a magic trick for like in the movie. <laughs> death, death perception. Weren't you just saying that? <laughs> Staring really? one titty while the other one's bigger or yeah. smaller. Yeah, you should you should do examination, doctor, and just stare at them. Yeah, waste of time. Yeah. Harley, a waste of time on the podcast. Huh? That's there that's, we go. That's a shame. Yeah. So, like I said, um, Fetty Everest has a new movie out, Don't Breathe, which I, which I just talked about and thoroughly enjoyed. But before that, he tackled the Evil Dead remake. Mm. Oh, was this the first time you guys watched it? No, it's called Extra Credit for a reason. Yeah. We watched it we watched on the it podcast. Mm-hmm. So, re- upon revisiting, what did you guys think, Tony? But it was still fun. Um, it's gory as fuck. I forgot how how insane it gets. Same the, here. Gore. Yes. It's like, damn. Car crash in her hand, and you're just like, holy fuck. It just doesn't stop. It's just relentless, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, relentless is a good word for mm-hmm. them. <laughs> it's short. Yeah. It's an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It's right to the it, point. Like yeah, the it gets right to it. Trying to save know. the girl. They're trying to make her break her habit. You know what I mean? Um, use the cabin as um, she's got a potty mouth <laughs> yeah. um, you know they're trying to help her out her brother's trying to help her out they got their friends there you know you need more victims you gotta have a bunch of friends so they, they get all killed off and yeah years, so ironically they like me, me we were watching it and, I was, and me and Chris are like wait how many people are left not a lot of people <laughs> are left like you're running out of people to kill kind of thing 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but they got off to an early start. I mean, it's just like yeah, right yeah. away. Just yeah, very, I forgot how brutal the beginning was. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. When it starts off, you're like, God, okay, this is this is what we're watching. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it, it's weird. It's like it's not one of those movies where I would I would you know watch a bunch of times. You watch it with the kids, right? No, no, oh. not quite. Just just me and kids me, loved it. Me and the wife. Um, but when you think of movies that sort of spill that much blood, kind of thing, this is I can't think of a more graphic movie. I mean, and it's done well. Like it's not like the acting is pretty good. Like the it's not gory for like, gory's sake. It's just like you know exactly it's all, like all the story. It's like the lighting, like everything just basically mm-hmm. works well. I mean, yeah, obviously there's no fucking screenplay, so to speak. Um, but it's an but evil the dead. Off to the face, it's just like, holy Yeah, God. I mean, it's... But, you know... The, like, I mean, yeah, why not? You're like, yeah, let's go there. Let's fully go there. You know, we're already practically there, you know? That's all we yeah, need. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, People were cheering in the theater when that happened. It's fucking nuts. Like... Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I, again, it's like, it's hard for me to say it's fun. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? You say that. Well, you don't sound like a psychopath. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh. Fuck off. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a, you it's had a fun watching it, right? It's a talented film. <laughs> and, talented and, you know, film. wow, like, okay. It's one of those. A talented filmmaker. <laughs> you see this, the, the guy, and he starts reading the fucking book, and the book says, yeah. don't read don't this read. book. And yeah. he reads it, and you kind of go, motherfucker, you deserve it. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So you're just going, you stupid yeah. son of a bitch. You right there, don't yeah. read. Oh, it's, it's so okay. bad. Yeah. It's so, so, cliche. so I think that's where you kind of you're you're okay to cheer for the movie. You're cheering for the yeah. book to kill this idiot who mm-hmm. is right. like, I told you not to read it. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. you're gonna get what's coming coming to you. Well, see, that's what's funny too about don't breathe. It's like they're criminals, right? And they they break into the guy's house. So it's like, should we really care for them? Like, because they're kind of bad. You know, they're breaking in this guy's house, but then it's right, right. So it's 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 this weird like thing that it tethers through where you, you know you you gotta you feel um, simpatico for him if you know shit happens to him. But it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But this one, yeah, you you know you read the goddamn the Necronomicon, the Book of the Dead. You know, you you want to open up a book yeah. made of human skin. <laughs> right. then you know what? You deserve what happens. You deserve you know, it. You know, it reminds isn't, me. Isn't of, he a teacher? <laughs> right, Jackass. Was he? Yeah. It reminds me of this one time I was in um, Mexico as a kid. Oh God! And, I was going to say the la- the one time you read the Necronomicon. <laughs> no, I told I told my cousin like I was I was fixing his Nintendo. He said, "Hey, can you come fix the Nintendo?" I said, "Sure, let me fix it." Because I know you know I've always been I've yeah. always been the nerd, right? So yeah, I could fix it. So I go over there, start working on it, and he starts telling me, "No, you're not supposed to do that." I'm like, "No, no, no, I, I got it, I got it. Don't worry about it." He's like, "No, no, 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 you're not doing it right." It's like, "Look, I got it, I got it." And he starts, and I can't remember what else he was saying. He starts like saying, "I'm dumb for doing that." I'm like, "Look, if you don't stop talking, I'm gonna punch you." <laughs> and he talked again, so I punched him oh, right in the side of the head, oh, and then I got grounded by my mom. I'm like, "Mom, I told him <laughs> like, what? it's written right there in the front of the book. Do not read." You know, I told him, so he gets what he deserves. Damn it! He <laughs> deserves a punch in the head. Punch in the head. This book just punched him in the head. That's all. That's it. Let's punch all exactly. these kids in the head, man. 
The book is just trying to show you how to fix the Nintendo. It's got God the instructions right. on it. Should, that should be on the Blu-ray cover. Just punch him in the head. Yeah, I mean, it's like... I get. I guess, like, if you come into this movie watching the original, you're not. It's in that same universe. I wouldn't call it a remake per se. I would call it more of a continuation of the story. Yeah, I yeah, imagine it, but like more it. of a continuation of the story because you got the car there, the little Easter egg there where the car where she's sitting on in the very beginning. You mm. see old uh, Ash's car, you know, and see the cabin. So it's kind of like a. It's in that same universe. I think I would call. I would say more than that. Vain than it didn't say it's a remake. Yeah, yeah. It's like I um, watched the very end of the credits. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there was there was talks about tying in there or something, but yeah. the book is just ends up like another horror character along with Freddy mm-hmm. and Jason. It's exactly the, with other victims. Yeah, Necronomicon mm-hmm. is just the well. Character. Yeah, absolutely. It it definitely. That's just is. fun to say Necronomicon. Necronomicon. It's hard to say to fucking. <laughs> Come on, Harley. It ain't Spanish. Necromonica, necro, oh, Jesus, <laughs> necromonica, wow, necromonicon, <laughs> yes, it's a it's a blues traveler instrument. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, necromonica, <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah, it's a necromonica. Monica? Yeah, oh, it's it's, wow. a blues, it's, it's like a black, the, yeah, the music, a black. That's even album. worse. The when you can actually traveler. grab that book and start playing it, that's even worse. Then you uh-huh. get possessed. You right don't away. put that shit in your mouth. Start listening to blues traveler music, then you know you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's it's absolutely a dollar and if absolutely. you're if this is your kind of movie, like this <laughs> right up your wheelhouse kind of guy, it's a slayer for for a lot of people. You know. Hey. Um you yeah, know, I'm, I'm, I'm not what the director's doing, you know. What I mean, I, I look forward not to that guy and so I can just go, hey, this is a fucking graphic ass movie and that's gonna that you're and and, and not only Were you not entertained? Yes, exactly. Not only is it just graphic, it's also very suspenseful. Like, Chris was watching it, and she was shitting herself. I mean, I literally saw her draws the next morning, and they had a little shit stain on them. Um, she got swifty? She got <laughs> Shit in your pants. It's time to get swifty in here. <laughs> um... You literally saw her genuinely like stressed out because it's not just a a slasher film. It's also a sort of suspense horror film. You know, and we've seen we've seen a lot of the what are they called? Um sla- uh, gore porn not gore porn, but torture porn. Torture porn. We've seen twenty years worth of these torture porn movies. And on sort of face face value, this fills in all those torture porn vo- voids. Torture porn voids. What are you talking about right now? I don't know. Okay, let's. let's but it also is <laughs> a very like intense to just watch from. It's a great. It's a, it's a great date movie. Take your chick with you. Watch yeah, it. Yeah, take your take your. If girl she sticks with you to the end, then she's a keeper. She's a key. She don't like it. Fuck that shit. Kick that. Bitch I out. had a girl that that like the first movie I I showed her was House of a Thousand Corpses. You goddamn right. And what yeah. happened? Yeah, I would. She broke up with me six months later. So, uh, wasn't was meant to be. Wasn't meant to be. No. My wife, however, watched this movie to the end, and I'm sure she would give it a dollar. 
And I would give it a dollar as well. See, I love that woman. See? It's a great woman right there, Harley. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. See? It's cool, right? <laughs> we were all waiting for Sal to do something. It's like, what the fuck? I know, I know. Tony, you gave it a dollar too, right? Yeah, give it a dollar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right. fun with it. Right on. Nice. Cool. Right on. Okay, so then who's got the, uh, the homework and next credit for next week? It's my bye week, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I got Fonzo a... already knew. We didn't know. <laughs> Go ahead, um, Tony. I'm reaching way back. I clicked around to probably 50 different movies trying to find something because it's starting to get like slim pickings for homework. Mm-hmm. Um, for yeah. especially new, you know, we, we, we watch a lot of shit. Um, but I found something from 2001 that sounds interesting got a 6.2 on imdb out of 20,000 votes not too mm. bad um it's a philip k dick story oh, oh interesting and i'm I, I i'm hoping none of us have watched it it's called the imposter it's got um gary sinise madeline madeline stowe vincent d'onofrio i have a feeling that none of us have watched this so it sounds intriguing no, not a documentary. Uh, the Imposter from what what year? Two thousand and one. Oh, it's just Imposter, not the Imposter. Oh, Imposter. Okay, I didn't say there's a documentary. Yeah, Imposter. Got, got that too. Uh, the Imposter's in nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> oh, the Imposter two thousand eight. I might <laughs> have seen this movie um, in the yeah, future. An alien race uses androids as bombs to attack Earth. It's an old uh, enough movie that where there, there's a high chance one, one of us has watched it. I can't remember a goddamn thing. So, yeah, I'm willing to watch it as, you know, from a homework standpoint. Cool. I can't even fucking find it. Here, I'll uh, post it. 2012? 2001. Oh, 2001. Oh, here it is. Oh, here we go. Okay. Beach, I beat you to it, Tony. <laughs> nice. I can't even click on, on this laptop. It would take me forever. Rated R. <laughs> Gary Sletter directed it. Okay. Fuck did he write? Or what did he direct? Huh. A lot of TV. Homefront was the last movie directed back in 2013. I'm a Kai Pfeiffer. So. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Right. Who's got the extra credit? I, I guess that would be me, right? Mm-hmm. Is that shit uh, on Netflix? What's that? It on Netflix is what Harley or uh, homework, whatever movie I'm gonna pick. Uh, okay, so we're gonna do uh, two one of two movies, maybe three. Let's look at this. It's time to get swifty in here. Shit on the flow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, 1990 Tom Selleck movie. Oh, hell no. And, and the long-gone Alan Rickman. Oh, what the... Quigley Down Under. Holy shit. Sharpshooter Matt Quigley is hired from Wyoming by an Australian rancher paying a very high price, but when Quigley arrives down under, all is not as it seems. That's like the... Like the most universal movie synopsis, all is not seems. Yeah. Um, 
Just 6.8 on IMDb. That's pretty damn good for like a late 80s, early 90s flick. You know what I mean? Sure. And I, I remember seeing this like when I was younger and going, wow, this is cool. It's kind of a Western kind of thing. And I think that the, the catch is Tom Selleck is like a sniper. He's got like a, like a fancy, uh, rifle with a fancy, you know, sniper rifle. Um, the other one slightly. That's like homework, bro. No one's seen that. What, Tony? What was it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Quigley right, Down I'll Under? Wait, I'll, wait for it, I'll wait for it to make homework. Quigley Down Under. I was like, no one's ever seen that shit. Tony? Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, alright, I'll it. make it homework. Then, uh, 2006 Smoke. So, so you haven't seen it either? I have, but it's been such a long time. Gotcha. It's basically okay. like the, like yeah. your homework. Basically homework. Yep, yep. So I have seen Smoke and Ace from 2006. I saw it once a long time ago, and it kind of like, I was like, eh, not so much. But in the meantime, Joe Carnahan's like the dude. So, um, Smoke and Ace. Cool. The I first one, not the Hell fucking. Yeah. yeah, that one's fun. Yeah. My dad was a big fan of uh, Smoke and Aces. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, people. So, man, that's um, that's cool. Yeah. So, Joe Carnahan's uh, he's gonna be either her best friend, or we're gonna really hate what he did to the Bad Boys. What he did with the Bad Boys franchise, or can't be any worse than what Michael Bay did to second the second one, right? Uh, it could it could be way worse than what Bay did to the second one. I mean the the second Bad Boys is fun. It's yeah, it's long. It's it's got that bad homosexual you know jokes and shit. But the action is you know no, it's top notch. Absolutely, absolutely. But anyway, so cool. So we got a lot of catching up to do, man. Would you what you guys do over the weekends? I don't remember a goddamn thing. Right, well, I'm gonna start well off is that a good thing, or because or you didn't do anything, or because uh, right. you did too much? Completely intoxicated. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we did no. much. We went out on the boat. Uh, kind of, we're doing some work on the house. We we put up a, we're building a fence, or one of the the fence that separates. Um, I had mentioned a few months back we had moved to shed. Right. Well, that shed sort of was in the way of the front yard to the backyard. If you wanted to, like, put anything in the backyard of size, like a car. So, And our plan is to store our boat in the backyard this winter. Okay. Instead of having it all redneck in the front yard, you mean? Get, yeah, we can't. Well, no, we, we'd store it in, uh, <laughs> in a storage container, essentially. Call the front yard? Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we got to get the boat or a car or a truck in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And so first was to move the shed out of the way, and now is to rebuild the the six foot gate. It's six foot high. It's twenty four feet long, um, and it's just it's just a wood fence, and it's just shot to shit. It's it's yeah. completely weathered. It's falling apart. The, the gate is dragging. I'm basically the only one that can open the gate because it's so big, but it <laughs> drags on the ground. So you have to like pick it up off the ground and shit. So, uh, yeah, it's fucked. 
so we're going to rebuild it. So we put the four by fours in the ground and, uh, um, we're, I'm going to do the framing probably tomorrow and, um, get oh, that shit, shit. on Daniel Sun style. I, I, I'm telling you, man, being a homeowner of like an old house sucks because mm-hmm. I'm too cheap to pay somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we made a Home Depot run $400 later. I got a truckload of fucking wood and uh, I'm going to build a fucking fence. So, um, yeah. So, anyways. We love that shit. I, I I take pride in it. Make sure it's bear proof, too. Make sure no bears get to your trash can with that fence. Fuck, there's no such thing as bear proof up here, man. Bears <laughs> are fucking. They're badass. <laughs> So. Like the fucking revenant bear. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. So. Anyways, can't you just put like up. mouse traps all over the place and they'll scare them away? Uh, like, yeah, not so much. No. no. Well, I'm out. That's the only idea I had. Uh, that, that was it. <laughs> I'm, out, I'm, out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. No bear traps around or nothing. Acme. T- Box of the dynamite oh. or anything? Yeah, no much. Okay. Yeah. Well, man, fuck. Two weeks ago on a Monday night, um, MCP and our, myself went to a concert in San Diego. Civic was it? Civic Theater, open air theater. What's it called? Mm, yeah, the. Right in, it's like a credit union or something. <laughs> yeah, right in the right in the campus, right in the heart, right in school. Like it's awesome. Cool little venue. Um, you can be in the library chilling, studying, and look out, and you see bands playing. It's all outdoors. It's really yeah, cool. It, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like in the, in the arena, but no, it was in this it's open air, and it was a, uh, and uh, the seats we had were, were a lot closer than we than I thought too, which was which was way awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I got to see Deftones, man. I hadn't seen Deftones since like '98, and uh, I even looked up a YouTube video, and sure enough, there's this guy that has videos from Soma from that same venue I went to, and he recorded with two cameras. Was that that he, website that you? Yeah, I was trying to get you to find that link. Yeah, to find that's that uh, concert. Um, yeah, it's a fucking trip. Somebody filmed that, you know. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's not surprising that somebody filmed it, but the fact that this guy's website has hundreds and hundreds of concerts. Right. Well, you know, how long ago was that? Ninety-eight. That's what's crazy. Yeah. In Ninety-eight. Somebody filmed it. Like that's what I'm saying. That's and, that's... and from two angles with two cameras, one from the back, one from the front. Right, you're right. Yeah, that's so a see, trip. put them all together and made it like, one fixed set. So I would love to see that, just to see my young self rocking out. Like I love to see them. I'm, I'm dying to see it. So I hadn't seen them in '98. I was in Soma and I was a young punk kid, and uh, and uh, it was like well, they only they only had like two albums at the time, and they were really really uh, like hard albums and fast albums because they're a little bit more mellower now. I mean, they're still metal. I mean, they still they'll put out some 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 metal bangers, as they say. <laughs> no, no, stop that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they got some metal head. Hey, head banging. Head bang. Now you, you could say head bangers for sure. See? Yeah. So head bangers and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, dude, they they sounded amazing. They sounded great. They, had, they played they played some different songs that they had on different. Um, cause I've been following their. I've been seeing their other concerts, other videos from. From uh, previous dates and there, and just trying to check out, trying to get an idea of their set list, and they played different songs on, on on this tour. It was cool. He was joking with the crowd, gave a shout out to like his old bassist that passed away, which I thought was really cool, you know. And then uh, he gave a shout out to Prince, and then th- that same day is when Willy Wonka died, so he gave a shout out to Willy Wonka. 
Uh, it was no, kind of funny. And, uh, yeah, they fucking rocked, man. They, they sounded, they sounded fantastic. I, I just, I was just blown away. I'm like, fuck, these guys still have for all these years. They're still rocking out. They're still playing my two favorite songs. They're playing my hits. And, oh, God, I just had such a fucking blast. I couldn't, I, I, um, I was like, I, it was, it sucked too, cause the, like the three or four days before, I was feeling like shit. I went home on Thursday. I went to go, I went, I went home for lunch. And then after lunch, I was getting cold. I grabbed the blanket. And I was getting the fucking chills. And I'm like, fuck, oh, I gotta call damn. my suit. Yeah. I was like, I'm calling my suit. I'm like, yeah, I can't go back to work. I just fucking, I just get, I feel sick all of a sudden. And then he's like, I'm like, ah, oh, no, I'll be good. I'll see you tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, right. Sure enough, five in the morning, I call him up. I'm like, yeah, I'm not coming in. He's like, I, yeah. And I just felt like shit that day. And then even Saturday, my stomach was feeling like, it just went on for a really long time. The like, flu, I don't know if it's because, I don't think I'm older is, now. It's just making me take, like, it takes me longer to get better. I don't know what, like, fuck. It was just, well, that's the thing. As we get older, it takes forever for us to get over fucking colds and flus. Yeah, but the flu, man, the flu yeah. is fucking worst. Oh, it sucked, dude. Like, it I got the, almost, I the sweats at night and I couldn't even sleep. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm telling you, man, the best thing for the flu is NyQuil. Yeah. Because the best thing for the flu is just to sleep. Is literally just a fucking rest. Yeah. And the best way to rest is to just fucking hardcore sleep. The best way to fucking hardcore sleep is take oh, a full adult dose of NyQuil. Yeah. Puts you out. I'm telling you, it works so yeah. well. Yeah, I have to do that next time for sure. Yeah, because that, that sucked. So, but that's why I was like, I was hoping I'd feel better by then, and I did. So, I, my stomach was still feeling kind of weird, you know? So, I'm like, I don't want to drink. I'm just going to just, just keep it mellow. I just want to, you know, I just want to enjoy myself. So, um, and MCP was cool. I and mean, he rolled with us. We got a cool parking spot where we, just, we had to go over a bridge and we're at the campus. Yeah, cool. And then, uh, right before we get there, I was like, hey, Tony, you packing? You got you got your blade. Sure enough, he fucking got his blade in his boot. We got to go back, put it back in his car. <laughs> like right before we were walking up to it, too. It was so yeah. funny. Tony, uh, you, are you one of those people who brings a knife with you everywhere? Yeah, I I got the same problem. Except for I take my knife to school oh, with me. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. As long as there's well, somebody steps up to you, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Well, but but interestingly enough, Jeremy turned me on to this. I don't even know. I think it's a Gerber, but it's completely the frame and the covering of the knife is plastic and rubber, so you can put it in your pocket against your cell phone and it won't scratch the screen. Oh, cool! So anytime I need to like hide the knife, a knife, or I don't want you know a, a clip, I I take that knife with me. But I'm turning into this weird knife collector. <laughs> <laughs> I got like fucking knives in every room of the house. Oh man, you should look up uh, Tony's friend Jeff, man. He makes them. Yeah, he I'm just... friends with him on Facebook. Yeah. Oh yeah, you see it all the time. Then he just yeah, made his kid batarangs. Yeah, yeah the batarangs, dude. Yeah, badass. Yeah, I saw that. Badass. Yeah, he should make some bad boys podcast ones. What's up? Mm. I start wearing a blade. Um, but yeah, no. What'd you think, MSP? What'd you think of the concert? Jeff it was fun? cool. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it wasn't. I'm not a big hardcore fan of them the way you are. Um, but I enjoy their music, and I was able to rock out, you know, and, and, and like normal, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I always find himself have a good time. Yep. It's like it's like you said, like if you knew the songs more, you, you could have got into it more. Yeah, that, that's the, the exactly. Like I don't, I I already don't know words to any of the songs. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I have a handful of songs that I know the words to. Right. Um, 
so yeah that 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 was tough i remember the one the one guy in front of us he was rocking out too and he uh turned around at one point (laughs) and i'm just like don't look at me man i don't know the words (laughs) i I can't i can't sing with you (laughs) so he's like quickly what do i do oh yeah headbang headbang i'm not paying attention to you He's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, you're like, don't you just love this song? Ah, let's sing it together. Come on. You're like, oh, I don't uh, know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's so yeah, funny. but it was fun. It was cool. Yeah, that's right on. So, and then later on that week, you did, you had something planned, right? That weekend? Uh, yeah, this Saturday. And I went out, um, to, uh, to Nocturnal, to a rave. Took my sister and her two friends up to, up to Nocturnal. Yep. Was in the news, man. They had a bunch of arrests and shit. Mm. Oh, for reals? Yeah, they always have arrests, though. It's just now. Yeah, they had four hundred. Yeah. Damn. And then I did a little bit of research. Yeah, four hundred. Well, sixty something, sixty-seven thousand people showed up to it. Um, but I did some the homework on it. It was all like drugs and alcohol related. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, man, just let these fucking kids let your free flag fly, like. You know, just let these kids have fun. Like Jesus Christ, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it was fun. Uh, we we went there. It was my it was my sister and her friends. It's their first time going. Um, uh, my sister had been to a different and they kind got, of she music, got arrested. music Can't festival, believe it. <laughs> and um, and yeah, so they had a lot of fun. Um, we we ended up leaving a little bit early, like at one a.m. instead of two a.m. You know, and made it out. No traffic. Wasn't uh, it a three-day... Uh... Three-day, yeah. So we only went on the second day, on Saturday. Oh, um, okay. But uh, it was still fun. Um, I know I definitely converted one of the girls. She's like, I'm never going to a club again. I'm going to every rave with you guys from now on. <laughs> like, like we totally converted her. She's totally sold on, on raves. Um, my sister and her other friend, I'm not too sure... Um, I think it was a little. They they like hip hop music and raves don't really have. It's more EDM music. Um, every once in a while, there's a trap artist who play, you know mixes hip hop in. But I think that was the biggest detractor for uh, for my sister and her other friend is that they they they're more into the hip hop scene. Um, but they all admit that this is way different than clubs. Clubs are all about ego, and and they always—it's all guys just trying to get in your pants. And at raves, like the, at the Insomniac type of raves, everyone's friendly, and even though everyone's showing skin and practically naked, there's very little sexual vibe. It's it's a, the craziest thing to experience that you see everybody running around half naked, but nobody is trying to have sex with each other. It's it's crazy. It's Boring. crazy to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there it's, any Malibu rum? You know, because otherwise. Uh, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you, you know, you there's always freaks, and so you can find people fucking in the corners. But like the main stages, it's completely like nobody's groping you. You everybody's like sardined into the front of the stage. But people are aren't groping around like feeling all these girls up or anything. Like it's it's pretty cool. Like um, it, especially the insomniac type raves. It's it's very very friendly. Um, and I know. I know it 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 definitely shocked and opened their eyes that it could be different 
than, um, <laughs> than clubs. Like at clubs, I mean, when we went. Yeah, you get a bunch of drunk assholes. Yeah, drunk, exactly. And, uh, before we went, we actually went over to my sister's house to make candy, you know, the bracelets and, you sure. know, we brought our kit and uh, we went and bought, like spent 50 bucks buying extra beads, Jesus um, Christ. so that we can have enough for all the girls to make, you know, make something new, blah, blah, blah. And their boyfriends joined in and they kept making candy that said, already taken. Stop looking at her. <laughs> like, oh like shit like that. Like they're fucking paranoid. They were, they were so wow. scared that it's just going to be a bunch of guys just, you know, just, Mounting them right there in the middle of the field. Them. Were they scantily clad? <laughs> uh, they weren't. But as soon as they walked there, they're like, "Oh my god, we don't fit in." So they started hiking up their shorts so their booty hangs out and shit. Oh, it was gosh. it was hilarious. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, it it was a good time. It was a damn good time. I don't know. And then just we just um, recovered for the next two days. Yeah. <laughs> That was this weekend. That, you that had? was this weekend. Yeah. No, the previous weekend we uh, we just chilled. Okay. So nothing crazy. To the next episode. Yeah. No, this weekend um, we celebrate my mom's 60th birthday in Tecate. So finally went yeah, to Tecate. Yeah. Cool. I heard my I heard my mom went too. Yeah, your mom and dad were there. Yeah, cool. she was hanging out with her. All her sisters were there, and uh, and uh, yeah, man, it had been fucking like years since I'd been down there. Man, I'm gonna say like nine years or something. It's been wow. a really long time since I'd gone down there, yeah. So um, we got there. I got off work on Friday. Um, I was off Saturday. So I got I got, got off work, took a home, got ready, took a shower, met up with my parents and my sister like at uh, uh, McDonald's off Palomar Road so we can start hitting on the road. And we got there like at 1030 at night. We stopped off at a taco shop. And man, fuck, dude. They can be taco stands here, street tacos, but they don't, they don't, they don't stand a chance to fucking – the tacos in Mexico, dude. They're 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 legit. They're I forgot how fucking fantastic they are. Mm-hmm. Remember, I was loving them, but then having them again was like fuck. Because at my mom's birthday, we had a taco like stand. We had a guy making tacos for everybody. It's just one dude, Tim, and it's like this little kid, man. It was, and he was just cranking them out. Like he was doing it so. I should have got a video of him because he was so fucking fast. Like he was just like kicking out the meats and he was chopping them up. Bah, 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 bah. And, and then he just put them in like the two little tortillas, you know, and just throw them in there. Grab cilantro, grab onions. Bah. Salsa, little guac. Oh my gosh! How many do you want? I wanted to say ten, but I'll take four. You know, <laughs> and uh, oh my gosh, they're so fucking good. Um, and then I, right before he closed up, my dad's like, "Hey, he's gonna close up," and I'm like, "You know what? I should have made me four, and I'll have him for breakfast the next morning." Fucking sure enough, dude. Made nice, four heads up in the morning. Hell yeah, dude. You know what I mean? He's like, uh, "So I did that," and uh, yeah, it was just so much fun to see like my cousins and, and just seeing the boys out there and with no Wi-Fi. You know, there's like, uh, everyone has satellites now, so they have a little more TV, but it's just interesting. Like, cause you get cell phone reception kind of, but you don't get, there's no like internet, you know what I mean? So it's kind of, you're off the grid, which is kind of nice, you know, for like the weekend, you know what I mean? Um, crew was using, uh, yeah, exactly, like camping, yeah. And, um, uh, one of my cousins left his BB gun there, so crew was out there shooting some cans, and, uh, I, I yet to post a video on Facebook, I want to post it tomorrow. But Ajano, uh, my sister's boyfriend's like, uh, hey, I'll give you a dollar if you get that top can. And and uh, sure enough, ping, knocks it over. Nice. <laughs> He's like, bet's a bed, dude. He's like, oh. And then he hit like three cans. Like one with like the pyramid with the, just the three, you know, the two on the bottom, one on top. Hit the top one. Then we left one by itself. He hit that. He 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 hit like he hit like three times. It was incredible. I was like, holy shit. You know, it was kind of funny. Fucking um, crack shot. Yeah. And then one of my um, – 
And then my, uh, my, my mom's like, goddaughters, they have, they, they all write quads. Like all the cousins, all the little cousins write quads. Like all, they just all about writing. So, um, one of them came over to say hi to my mom, but she was getting her hair done. And I had River and Reagan with me. And like, hey, you guys want to ride? And she gave him a little ride around like the parking lot area, you know, um, the little driveway area. And, uh, so they had fun. Um, and then, so then, so towards, the, so now it's getting nighttime, you know, we, the decorations were up. People started coming in. And then, um, and uh yeah dude your mom came down i think they were like the, i was outside trying to watch the boys and uh they were inside like i think they were all taking shots and stuff like her and her sister what? it was just fun like yeah dude it was they're all having a good time your mom your mom and dad were dancing dude it was crazy what i got pictures dude yeah awesome. you. um dude, and that doesn't uh, sound like my parents <laughs> i'm telling you man they're letting loose dude they're out there having fun dude it was crazy cool. um and um and then because my uh, one of my cousins uh, his son he plays like in they play like on the music you know so they got a little band so they they set up and the boys are out there dancing fucking break dancing throwing dirt in the air and shit was getting so much dirt too I felt so bad I'm like hey guys you can dance but don't fucking throw I'm like guys throwing dirt everywhere you know um and he looked at me he's like man we're just trying to get swifty right dad shut up I'm like oh, god damn just right. trying to shit on the floor I'm saying I was like all right you're right you know you got me so um yeah they were getting down man it was fun it was just um. So we don't have our passports. You know, I thought that was gonna be a big deal. You know, right? Going back, I'm like, man, we're fucking Americans. We shouldn't should be a big deal, right? But, but now they tell you that you know you should have a passport going there and back. Um, but we had this one, this, like, this dude. Like it felt like he was must have been a day off or something. He was just not fucking happy. So I give him my my license and Amy's license. I give him my birth certificate. He's like, what's that? Oh, it's my birth certificate. You brought like, your birth certificate with you? Yeah, just because just so some just because you, you know? didn't want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so. so. So I show it to him. He's like, I don't need that. I'm like, all right. And I give him Amy's like from Oregon. It's like this card. He's like, what's this? He's like, oh, that's hers. Like, I was like, oh, I don't care. I don't need that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Could you be any more fucking grumpy, you know? But then they needed the boys gift uh, birth certificate. So they looked at those. He typed something in. He's like, all right. And I was like, all right. Like, am I good? I'm like, all right. Have a nice day or what? And he's just like, we kept looking at the computer. Don't even look over. I'm like, fucking, I'm out. I'm, I'm not waiting around, <laughs> you know? So, um, so yeah, so then we just that's when we left. But 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 when we got there at night, it was crazy. There's a city, um, you know where Hamul is? You know where that city is? Kind of like off Ote. There's this huge fucking casino. It's called Hollywood Casino, and it's like it's got this like 1950s, like very retro, like 40s, like you know, old school Hollywood feel to it. You know, it's the middle of nowhere, and, and Hamul seems like a little city where like you go out there not to be fucked with, you know, peace and quiet. So then you got this big ass casino where you're gonna have a bunch of cars, a bunch of it's gonna be crazy traffic, you know what I mean? I can only imagine they're probably like I, I. I think my dad was saying that they didn't want it; they were trying to fight it so they wouldn't have a casino there. But you know, you can't say no to Indians, right? They took we took our their land and do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> is, this, is this in the states or in Mexico? Yeah. It's in the states, yeah. Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's the weird thing about casinos and Native Americans is. If you we look at Hollywood Casino in Hamul, I think it might be. We have relocated them to the least. Crazy, huh? We have relocated them to the least desirable places in America, <laughs> and then we have a problem when they build casinos because yeah. white people like to gamble, and they don't always want to have to go to fucking you know Vegas, and I so they're willing cool. to go to weird fucking places in uh, you know on the border in Mexico, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So. So that just come out of nowhere, like driving. It's kind of like in Vegas where you're driving at night, and then obviously you see lights. Like, whoa, this out yeah. of nowhere right here. That's yeah, crazy. So no, but we had we had fun. So it was a trip. Yeah. Um, well, it was funny because when we were down there, I I mentioned to your dad. I asked, "Are you guys still have the house in Tecate?" 
mm-hmm. the cabin. And he was like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that was like one of those like events for me. I don't know when I was like you were saying, it's like, I guess the word for me nowadays is it's authentic living. It's just people aren't worried about internet and, you know, Pokemon I, Go and, you sounds know. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. For some people it is. Absolutely. You know, for some people. Um, but if you if you go out there and you take some quads out there and just ride around in the dirt, just hang out and do some outdoorsy shit, you know. You have a blast, you know. Like the kids, like seven in the morning, they were they got they, they were on their quads. You can hear them riding, you know. You wake up and you got your own little quad. You're gonna go riding, you know what I mean? Uh, the kids are out. Like it's it's just it's, they they can't wait to go riding. It's a simpler way of life. Yeah, for I sure. Sort of this is the easiest way. And I think what I'm learning as the older I get is the more like sort of real enjoyment or real happiness that I get, not just sort of like, I don't know, um, you know, financial this or, or, you know, accomplishment this, but just real sort of happiness is simple, is really, you know, the camping thing or we go out on the boat and we just sit around and we just sort of enjoy each other's company and listen to some music and it's it's less complicated like that. I don't know, maybe I'm getting old or whatever, but um Yeah, you are getting old. That's yeah. all maybe about it. But a yeah, no shit. But a place like Tecate to me nowadays sounds like heaven. I mean I'm I'm sure there's, you know, crime and there's poverty and but it's a way of life, but yeah, man, they just you know they're they're living there, they're living there every day, and yeah, they're putting up some hotels now. The roads, a lot of the roads getting paved, you know. There was like a nice church that was built now that I saw. So I mean, you still got some like you know areas where like some of the houses are barely you know up and everything, but um, for the most yeah. part, like there's a lot of homes that are being built and stuff. Because like Monco has like, a house close by, and then all his sons are getting houses built around it too. So again, well, nice nowadays community. living off the grid is not sort of unrealistic like you know what i mean you can get water off a well you can you know have solar panels you can power your house you can get fucking internet you know from satellite dishes and it's like it's an interesting day and age where you could live out there and still have all your creature comforts kind of thing you and know before yeah my dad had a big old antenna that he got from like some some old house you know yeah <laughs> tried that and really got some reception like maybe fox, yeah exactly fox nowadays yeah. you know it's like now they got satellite and yeah, everything. yeah. They got good picture and yeah it works it was funny though like, we were like the kids were watching nickelodeon and the show was on english like they were watching loud house and it was all in english but in the commercial we all turned into spanish <laughs> <laughs> really that's weird it's, yeah. it's Sponja bob you know it's the lunas of Vienna, it's a la cinco you know you're like what the hell and they're like why, why is it in spanish and like oh okay now it's in english it's so funny i'm like we're already in mexico guys you know because like, cause they kept asking are we in mexico yet i'm like i'm like because amy goes crew look at that stop sign what does it say Says Alto. I'm like, oh. yep. That says stop. That means stop here. You know, that's kind of funny. So yeah, man. So yeah, it was just uh, yeah. It's been it's been seemed like forever we hadn't talked. So culture uh, shock for your kids. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for some, for sure. you know, it's like I dig it. I dig that generational gap. You know, but then bringing those kids to you know what was yeah. 
you know, just got, a way of life. And we got to go up there where you live. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's you know, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, but in the same way, you know, it's different in some ways. Um, you know, everybody speaks English up here, uh, <laughs> but uh, it is it's a different country. I mean, I tell people it's like a different state. You know, I mean, you came up here for a little bit. Yeah. You know, um, like a whole other world. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Like an, you're like another planet. It's like they live. Everyone's all weird. <laughs> I'm just fucking. <laughs> no, it was fun. Yeah, it was cool. And there was some snow too, which was crazy. Fucking took my Jetta. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So. Cool. Right on, right on. I'm gonna say that concludes yeah. an episode of the Bad Boys podcast. We just randomly rant on all things movies. We just got we just got Swifty up in here. Mm-hmm. Shat on the floor. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> watched the dinosaur. Oh what? Oh, oh there oh, it is. My head is like a shark fan. <laughs> oh, I got nothing. Oh, your boy Paul say we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP bad boys for life. Congratulations on that internet fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously.